This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. As the kick kick placer. Apparently, there's been some teams. You mean both, the holder. The, the hold, excuse me, the, the holder. K- no, the kick placer. Yeah, the kick, the KP. <laughs> the KP. And Chris Ello. Yeah. Absolutely broke down in tears. I was, whatever, was I, 10 years old. I was like, you can read me, you go Redskins. You can't go Redskins. It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes, yes, yes. With Plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. What's up, San Diego? Live from the Oakland Coliseum. Literally just walked in the door about 15 minutes. Sweating. Worked hard to get here. (laughs) Um, Because, uh, obviously... The news is thick today here on this. What's the day? Today's Friday. Yes, Friday, it's Friday afternoon, two oh one on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, Gwynn and Chris, Gwynn and Scraby, whatever you want to call it, and um, Scraby. Yes, sir. Mister Kevin AC um, had a nice little article today. Apparently, huh? uh, I don't know if it's nice, but <laughs> it's, I mean, it's definitely it it, stopped. It was a it was a it was a fascinating article. It was, and I and, and I'll start by saying, um, Kevin Acey pulled off something that not very many writers get to pull off in today's day and age. Um, that is, a lot of times these type of articles are written, and you don't hear from one side. One side has said, "I'm not talking," doesn't get a chance to talk. That didn't happen here. Um, for those who. May have had their head under a rock today. <laughs> Kevin AC, Union Tribune, wrote a a, a deep dive, uh, I, I would say, um, article into things covering chemistry, covering um, energy, I guess. Engagement, I think Engagement was the word. Engagement is another word. Um, cohesion. Cohesion was also another word used um, in the title of this article, and uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it's um, 
I won't. I, I won't say that it's it's all that surprising, right? Um, it is. It does come off as pretty complex, though. It's great. Yeah, it d- definitely does. Definitely does because. You know, I'll, I'll, I know that Manny Machado is prominently featured in this article, and we'll go over some of what he said, but I will give him credit for putting his name down on this and being able to put, uh, to say things publicly because that's not always the case, as you said. It's not easy to get these guys to sit down and have a really candid conversation with you about what's going on in the clubhouse, but yeah. it, is, it is a complicated situation right now. Let's... let's uh... You want to let's dive, you want to dive into this a little bit. Let's dive into it. Um, do you have some particular pieces that yeah. you want to dive into? Because I know I do. We'll, we'll start with one of one of yours first. Okay, so you know one of the things that I thought was very interesting would be when um, Kevin Acey was saying that he talked to had over thirty conversations with different members of the team, front office, and all of that. But what I thought was interesting was that they say that they've had team meetings about nine times this year and they come to a conclusion on how to fix it and what they should be doing but then they go out and they don't do what they talked about and there's a major disconnect there for me and that's just one of the parts i mean uh he said on the sense of unity he says he thinks that there's unity can there be more can there be a lot more yeah i wouldn't say that there isn't any that we were not together so i think it's unfair for people to assume that or think that um, is there room for improvement? Yeah, there's always room for improvement. That comment kind of struck me as a little too nonchalant for the, I guess, theme of the article. You know, sometimes I, I think Manny falls into like kind of the cookie cutter answers with some of the things. It, and you know, it's what's, what stands out to me is that you can tell he's answering to some of the things that are said in like real time. And so there is the human element of him kind of hearing this for the first time being torn on how he feels about it and also having to respond to what Kevin AC is saying at the same time. And you can almost see him like teetering back and forth um, in terms of agreeing and disagreeing with certain elements that are being said. Um, That part was fascinating to me too, because you know, you, you spoke on the part about them, guys, them coming together, figuring out what it needs to be that, that's done, and then it not happening. And this article comes off as almost a, I don't want to say a cry for help, mm, but kind of like a, you know, last resort type of deal where clearly some players, and my guess is these aren't, you know, the bottom, you know, bottom part of the roster. Yeah. Because I don't know that it would hit the same way. Uh, there's obviously no names mentioned in it, but um, certainly it does seem like this was like a, a last hurrah. Uh, or not a last hurrah, but like a, a last chance to kind of figure this thing out. It's clear that everybody wants to, um, but it also seems to be clear, at least based off the article, right, mm-hmm. that – um, those things aren't necessarily being done. And it, it, it doesn't just seem like it's just baseball on the field. You know, the, the times to the bus were mentioned to that. Oh, um, yeah, that, that was also very interesting. There, there were a lot of things that I, I know haven't been in a, in a clubhouse and been on a team before that um, can annoy certain guys. Some guys it, just, it doesn't bother at all, but some guys it does bother, right? 
Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, that seems to be a, at least a little bit of the sticking point in, in some of this stuff, right? He, definitely. And and Manny said that he doesn't believe – he said, what like, I'm paraphrasing, what is this high school? Do we – do we need to be motivated? Because really, only thing that matters is what happens on the field. But I, I know for sure that there that things that happen on the field are just the start of things. I mean, you spend so much time together as a baseball team, and if things are brewing in the clubhouse, it it spills over into your play. Now, I yeah. don't know how it does specifically, but it does. It takes a special group of individuals for those things for those those things not to be allowed to to grow right because you know on the on from a large from a twenty thousand foot view that's a very small thing but as you said when you're with it every day and you're seeing these things um it does kind of feel like you know it can feel like you're 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 being separated almost you know there's almost a class if you will right And, and and, you know, that's the last thing you want on a team. As I said, it, it's been done before, but I don't know if how often it's been done where those things just kind of get pushed under. And obviously we talked about it. When you're losing, these things start to magnify. So, you know, what to, to, to Manny's point, it ultimately is about the end result. But when the end result is not happening, then it starts to kind of look at other things. Some of those little things start to matter a little bit more. And uh, there definitely seems like there's there's a, a major disconnect uh, reading this article. Oh, it does. It does. Uh, there's one other. He said he uh, AC Kevin AC wrote, he made it clear, talk about Manny, he does not believe yeah. that the Padres' culture is a problem and, for that matter, strongly indicated he does not put much stock in the importance of cultivating a culture. That's when he dropped the, what is this, college baseball? Yeah, that's when he dropped that. But, right. I mean, cultivating a culture in any job is important. If we didn't have a good culture here at 97.3 The Fan, we would have a much different uh, kind of staff and how we feel about each other. And I can't imagine being on the stage that these guys are and having all the pressure that they have on them and just, you know, knowing what's going wrong but not able to figure or not able to – uh, put the the motion, put the pieces in motion to fix it, and I do believe that uh, a cultivating a culture is very important. And I, I guess I can't really question Manny, but to me, it's important. I agree, I agree. I, I I think that was, you know, I think that's another throwaway line. Personally, like, you know, obviously, talent rules is is the thing that wins games. But when you have a roster that has as much talent as the pods do, what do you then have to point to? Like, there, it, it, clearly it's not just talent. And there's so much that is kind of right on one side of the coin and wrong on the one side. And that's why I say this is a complex situation, yeah. right? Because probably the point that, you know, the, the, the big four didn't perform at the level that we all expected. And that obviously plays a major part of it. But ultimately, you know, again, when you get beyond the numbers and you're talking about 26 guys, you want everybody to feel, you know, at least, you know, on the same level. And that's not necessarily the case because obviously there's a pecking order, right? You know you know who the big dogs are. You know yeah. everybody knows that. That's established very early. Nothing needs to be discussed. But, you know. Based on what the, some of these comments that we got, and that, again, I can't say enough about Kevin Acey and the job he did, 
including everybody. There's there's really not much work for reporters to do today. <laughs> because, no, not at all. Because it, it's in in a normal case, if Manny doesn't speak, the the questions that would be asked of him today is, hey, what did you think about such and such? How do you feel about this? This was said up. He yeah. answered pretty much all of it. Now, we can debate the answers and how they came off and, and, and what they actually mean. But, you know, not a lot of work to be done for reporters today, but clearly a ton of work needing to be done in that locker room. Yeah, a ton of work. I mean, I I, I don't see how you can go into next season without changing anything, whether that means the roster, whether that means the executive offices. I just don't see how this can come out and nothing changed. That would tell me that you're just status quo. And I disagree with that. Okay. I just I disagree with that wholly. If it, it, well, the if, reason if, I say if, that if the reason why players came out and spoke to Kevin is as is almost as like a a, a last a last hurrah a a trying to hey a, a desperate call for help. If the reason why they the reason why they did that, as this article's written, it seems to me is because they believe that it can be fixed as with mm. the same guys. Um, because ultimately, if what the article is 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 saying is accurate, Manny's voice is still the main voice. And if maybe he can correct course, and I'm remember I'm talking according to this article and what was being said, they feel like this is this is still a, a thing that can be great it sounds like well i hope so <laughs> i really so do i don't know so. you know i don't know that even if, let's say this if what is being written is 100 percent accurate i have no reason to believe that it isn't kevin is is a terrific writer um that would mean it wouldn't matter if you change the roster yeah that's true I didn't think about it that way. Have you ever dealt anything like this in your playing career? Like a, a I, I'm not going to call it toxic, but a, a team that doesn't really have a culture. Um. Yes, it, it was more of a fading culture, mm, right? Okay. Um, I played in Philly in 2014 with a bunch of alphas, probably more than I can think of. AJ Burnett, Jimmy <laughs> Rollins, Cole Hamels, Ryan Howard. Um, was Aaron Rowan Cliff, on that team? Cliff Lee. Who? Aaron Rowan? Was he on no, that team? I, that, I, that's, that's a little bit before, oh, little wow. before I got okay, there. Okay, okay. So, I mean, so you're dealing with about six. Did I say A.J. Burnett? You're dealing yes. with about uh, Jonathan Papelbon. Like, so you're dealing with six or seven of those guys. And what happened was we were all thrown in the pot. And, there, listen, uh, as it is in this situation, there are other circumstances that are playing. We had Ryan Sandberg, his first full season as a manager, old school so, you know, there are a whole bunch of different things at play. But what I, in the side of the locker room, there was almost kind of like this expectation that it was just going to happen early. And then when it got started to go sour, it seemed like everybody went to their corners. Yeah, and I it, can, it, yeah, it, yeah. And it, and it wasn't um, a cohesive, that, there's that word again, <laughs> unit. And you, so. Sorry. And so it, it it just spiraled. I mean, in that case, in our case, it went it went all the way bad. We were it was an older team as it was, and it just it just was it was probably one of the more difficult clubhouses I've ever been in. And you know, I was dealing with personal things at that point. It was the same year my dad passed, so oh, yeah. there was a there was a lot going on. But inside the clubhouse, that was one of the things. Everybody kind of went to their corner, and in some ways, 
it seems like that has been the case a little bit this year. Um, you know, based on what the article was said, basically. You know, the thing that the thing that I thought about that I think is different in today's game that um, the the part that keep that keeps resonating is that people either felt it wasn't their place or didn't feel comfortable doing it. Which I totally of, understand. I totally understand which, that. And see, I think that's where, you know, today's game is a little bit different. Today's clubhouse is a little bit different. There, in each of those teams, that, even that twenty, that 14 Philadelphia team I played for, when things, I, I almost, there was almost two occasions where physical fights almost happened. Wow. Um, what I can tell you is that there was, there's, there has to be someone in the locker room that, and it doesn't have to necessarily be a big dog, but somebody who's got the respect of everybody. The teams I've been on had somebody on there that would confront it. And it didn't have to necessarily be in front of everybody, but there was a conversation had. And, you know, that didn't always fix it, but at least it was on the on the carpet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed like everybody wasn't comfortable or didn't feel it was their place to have that conversation. And so this is kind of their their last, you know, arrow, if you will. Yeah, I mean that's that's not a good place to be though. If this is where you're you're having to go um, to get something resolved, because like you said, this is the last possible place that they wanted to go, most likely. Right. And now this is just the talk of baseball, and so it's all over ESPN. It's all over CBS Sports. Immediately once once Kevin Acey put up this article. R.J. Anderson had an article out on CBS Sports, so I mean, this is this is everybody is talking about this right now. Yeah, we're about we're about five minutes over where we should be, so let's hop off, go to break. We'll come back, we'll peel the we'll peel this article back a little bit more, get into some more conversation, maybe take some phone calls as well. More going to Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
On the clock, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. Who's on the board today? Is that Frank? Uh, it just might be. <laughs> oh, hello, Frank. Hello. How are you, buddy? How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Shout out to Frank Marchese. It's the first time I've worked with Frank since he forgot to record something one day. You, man, you better let, let that go, man. You, you, you should you, see you, his face in you studio stay, right You stay now. busting him up about that, man. Well, you know, when I was coming, you know, when I was doing board stuff and, and still am doing board stuff, I get crap all the time. So, and by the way, uh, I'm getting a lot of DMs and, and, and tweets. The music that we are playing is the uh, it's, Oakland it's, it's Coliseum not, music. First of all, it's, yeah, we're not playing any music. This is the Coliseum and their speakers at its finest right now. What I don't understand is why the Coliseum needs it to be so loud because there's not that many people that are going to be there. there there's literally, I can, I can probably count everybody that's actually in the building right now. Oh, man. Thanks for covering for me, guys. I'll, I'll stop now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that no, one time you played the Star Wars music and caused a whole tizzy in the, the No, in the booth. he didn't. He actually nailed that. And that was uh, courtesy of Jesse Agler was like, I know I'm hearing something. <laughs> you, know you know what the funniest part is? That after that, you guys have always done those reads coming out of the break before the first pitch of the inning. You guys never do it in the middle of the inning anymore. So I never get the chance to do that again. It's by design, I'm <laughs> like, sure. Like, I wanted to do the graduation <laughs> not music. Not by for, design, Scrapes. I wanted to do the graduation music for the Padres U thing, but you guys always did it coming right out of the break. So I never got the chance to do it. Um, we're talking about the Kevin AC article today um, that, you know, highlighted some, I would say, some deficiencies within uh, the clubhouse. Um, one of the excerpts out of the article, uh, this is in the following through part. It says the Padres had what some estimated were eight or nine team meetings, some solely among players and others that involved members of the uniform staff and or front office. In all of them, it felt like an agreement had been reached and plans had been laid out to get the team on a path of cohesion. According to multiple sources, Machado was among the primary speakers in virtually all of them. And then over the ensuing days, he was among those who did not follow through on action plans. Now, he says, he's quoted here saying, I follow through on everything I say. Um, now, I think it's also important to remember this isn't a solely about Manny because it does say, and then over the ensuing days, he was among those who did not follow through. So this isn't a, a, a one-guy thing as it pertains to this particular situation. However, if the prevailing feeling in the clubhouse, is, according to this article, is that Manny's voice, Manny's carries the biggest gravitas, he's going to be the one that, is generally looked at it doesn't matter if he is the only one or not um he's going to be the one and if this is if this is if this is true um that is going to reflect in everybody else's i don't want to say i should it's going to reflect in everybody else's commitment to what was being said in those meetings yeah that one's tough for me because like I have to take Manny at his word because I don't know if he's not following through on it. But if right. you're a leader and you stand and tell everybody that this needs to be done, including myself, and you don't do it, it's a it's a lost message. Let's 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 for the conversation's sake say um, that is the case, right? That's exactly right. It, whatever was talked about at that point is almost null and void, right? And and guess what? I can also tell you if you've had eight nine team meetings after a while 
and nothing is getting followed through, then the feeling is, oh, well, we're just we're just having this meeting to have this meeting. Exactly. We're, we we know where this has gone, where this has gone in the past. Now, part of the article as well focuses on what happened in Seattle when uh, I think it was the first game of that two-game set where they, they went down late and then they just didn't seem like they had any life. And he said, quote, I think we just didn't want Well, this is about the whole team and the whole season. I think we just didn't want it. I think overall as a group, we didn't want it as bad as Seattle did or as bad as some of the other teams. I will say that. I think that's everyone's fault. Uh, we didn't want it as a team. It falls down to the team. That's not necessarily one player. It's not an individual sport. So I think ultimately it comes down to all of us. We should have wanted it more. My 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 immediate argument to that is you're, this is professional baseball. How can you not show up wanting it? I don't even know. I hate the whole want it thing, right? But he's using that language in here, so it, it's it's this is this is the language that Manny's Manny's using. I feel the same way you do. I mean, I don't know. I've never showed up to a game not wanting to put my best effort. So I I can't relate to what that is, right? Um, and I and it's hard for me to imagine there are there are you know players that show up and like want to look bad. Don't want to look their best. Yeah, that doesn't like, make sense to me either. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. But you know, the, there is a tone set, and, and Manny's right. Right? It's a, not a. It's not a individual individual sport. It's a team sport. However, there are certain guys that have more responsibilities than other, and I think Manny probably not probably he falls into that category. Now, um, oh, go ahead. Now sorry. he also makes a, a really good point. It's a point I made a couple weeks ago. A lot of this stuff, you know, this is largely the same team outside of a couple new pieces. They found a way to get it done last year, and he brought this point up. Now, I will say, you know, sometimes in this game you can you can mask over something if you're winning. But, again, the moment you stop winning, all those things bubble to the surface. And that seems like what guys – what the unnamed sources were kind of alluding to that we won last year almost in spite of some of these issues that we saw kind of percolating at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That if they're winning, they're in the playoffs. This is not a thing. We're not talking about this right now at all because that's why I say that. And that's why I say it's so it's, it's a complex thing, right? Because, because you can't say that it's solely because of this reason, right? Um, they did it because of the with these same things bubbling at the surface last year, but they won. And you know, when you win, it masks over. It didn't change anybody's performance. Uh, this year, they don't perform as well as a group, um, and they didn't win. They're not winning, and so some of this stuff is is bubbling surface. Now, the one thing I can speak to that was mentioned in the article is in terms of. What you see out here, early work and things of that nature, right? Um, you don't see, you know, some of the big dogs out here often. And that's not just solely to Manny. Um, and you do see in some of the other teams the big dogs out there doing some of the work. Does that correlate more to winning games? I don't know. But it certainly is a tone setter uh, for your teammates and everybody in the organization. Um, 
And so, you know, I think there may be something to that that particular piece of it. Yeah, I, I don't think um, Manny is saying that everyone is a leader on the team, and he's saying I think we have 26 leaders. I don't necessarily think one person has to take a lead role, but I kind of disagree with that. I, I respectfully disagree with that. I respectfully disagree with that as well. You can't have 26 cooks in the kitchen. No. you gotta have no. you got to have Gordon Ramsay telling everybody what to do. It, do. it just doesn't work that way. Like, these are all grown men, and nobody should be disrespected. Everybody should be treated as adults. But, you know, at least in my experience, there was always a clear, definitive couple of leaders, you know, that you leaned on. And they weren't necessarily the big dogs. I, I remember when I was in Milwaukee, Craig Council was one of the leaders on that team. There were multiple leaders on that team. There wasn't 25 of them at the time, right? Not, <laughs> yeah. not, there wasn't 25 of them. There wasn't 10 of them, right? There, there's, there's a small section of guys. And so, you know, again – I think that's one of those throwaway lines. Um, but I, I, I don't think anybody would tell you that there's 26 leaders on a team. No, no, it's not like that. And um, where do you think Bob Melvin and A.J. Perler fall in this whole thing? We haven't talked about them yet. Bob Melvin obviously is the manager, so he kind of dictates some of this stuff. But at the same time, he's in a really tough spot because does he let his team do their thing and kind of come together early in the year, or does he here's, get involved? Here's what I can tell you about a manager. A manager can do a lot of things when it comes to that pin and that lineup and the bullpen and, and the starting rotation. One thing he cannot do, and this is any manager, is he cannot be a voice in the locker room. Hmm. A, a good manager, a good team has leaders that do that part for him. So he doesn't have to be in the clubhouse. He doesn't have to be you know, in there all the time. Because, quite frankly, not every manager is cool enough to want to be <laughs> – players that want to be around him all the time. I mean, I think it's just something about your boss hanging out with you 24-7. Right. No one weird. wants so, that. So there's definitely not 26 leaders, and a, a good manager needs – I should say a good team has a manager or has almost player managers in the clubhouse. So he doesn't have to be in the clubhouse all the time. Is, I think. I, I, so to answer your question, um, I think there's there's blame there's there should be blame to go around yeah. for everybody, and not just Manny. Does a three hundred and fifty million dollar contract necessarily dictate that you have to be a leader? Because it, you know, there's nothing wrong to me for Manny to not want to be a leader. Um, I understand point. why he why people look to him to be the leader, yeah. but if it's not his personality, it's not his personality. But does he let someone let else step this. up? Let me ask you this: Let's pretend like this article wasn't written today. Did you have Manny as a leader last year? Yeah, of course. So he's capable of it. Yes, right? he is. And he you're is. right. You, you know, everybody. Not everybody has to be a leader, and you know, the money doesn't necessarily dictate that either. But um, a lot of times it does. And the fact that I I personally I was one of the folks that said Manny's leadership had stepped up in a in a major way last year. Um that and I meant that. I, I saw a lot of growth from him from the time he got here through last year. Um but it, it feels different this year. It does feel different and, and one other thing I just thought of is like when you're not playing well too 
it it takes it doesn't take away from your leadership, but there will be people that maybe kind of think about you a little bit different if you're not playing well anymore. Because Manny last year was an MVP candidate. In 2020, he was uh, doing MVP type things, and so when you're not doing MVP type things, and you're not going out to the field early, you're kind of telling everybody else that it's okay to relax a little bit, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I have no no rebuttal on that one, buddy. Um, I think uh, we need to get to break. We have uh, ventured far beyond uh, the time. Once it's okay. Again. This is important stuff, actually. Morgan and Chris on the way. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Every business seeks an advantage, whether it's having the best location, hiring top talent, or spotting trends before they happen. And now, the United States Postal Service can give your business a new advantage. Introducing USPS Ground Advantage. Reliable and affordable two- to five-day package shipping. It's the advantage you need at the price you want. Get the Ground Advantage at USPS.com slash advantage. The United States Postal Service. Delivering for America. Occupied. Hurry up. Don't wait. my hot shower. Yeah, we'd all like to. Hot water hog. That's it. Family meeting. We can all enjoy long, steaming, hot showers, even the last in line, which it seems is always me. But go ahead, have that imaginary argument of what you should have said. Take your time. With our new high-efficiency Navian tankless water heater, I'll never take a cold shower again. Visit tanklessmadesimple.com to learn more. You can listen to San Diego's number one sports station on the go with the free Odyssey app. It's got all the sports music and podcasts you crave. Download the free Odyssey app today. Two forty-one on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, chilling on this Friday afternoon. I'm at the Oakland Coliseum, as you can hear. The speakers' music has been turned off. Did you make um, that happen? I did not. Okay. I did not. The players stopped hitting, and so they didn't need any more music. <laughs> okay. I think that's the only thing, reason why we have uh, clear lines right now. Uh, 
We're talking. I, I actually about... did. Sorry to cut you off. I actually did enjoy the serious conversation we were having with the uh, music with in the, the background, <laughs> the, the fun <laughs> the music. Going yeah, on the, the salsa background. in the background. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It took a. You know, it took a lot of concentration for me not to be hearing music. I was trying to stay down into you as possible. We're going through the the Kevin AC article um, that you know. Some people consider a bombshell. I don't necessarily consider it a bombshell. I think this is um, this is uh, this is therapy in some in some ways for 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 this ball club. One of the other pieces of this article, and you kind of mentioned a little bit, and I'm only bringing this up because we've I, I've heard from fans on on this a couple times. Um, they're going back to the the whole the Mariners game at Petco Park. Um, uh, Stephen Wilson. Had a little wildness uh, after Cal Cal Riley uh, hit a home run. He hit Teoscar Hernandez with an 0-2 fastball. Um, and Kevin points out how although the Mariners are up, they're pretty pissed off and top stepping almost to a man. Um, and so he contrasts that reaction to July 25th. I don't know if you guys remember. Manny goes deep. Hits a hits, or no, excuse me. Juan hits a bomb. Oh, I remember. Um, off of Angel Perdomo, and the very next pitch, Manny gets squared up in the ribs. And I heard from a lot of fans after this, like walking the concourse as I was leaving and the next day. Uh, there, at best, this is, the, this is the article. This is not me right here. It says, uh, contrast that reaction to July 25th when Machado was struck in the back by a fastball from, pitcher, pit, from Pirates pitcher Angel Perdomo in a clear retaliation to Juan Soto's home run, there was, at best, some general staring, stirring, excuse me, in the Padres' dugout. Meaning, a couple guys got up there and was like, "Yo, they was they was ready for the smoke." Yeah, basically, what I, how I'll interpret that. <laughs> um, there is wisdom in not clearing the bench benches. Obviously, we know that there's some serious ramifications now when it happens. The Padres certainly could not afford to lose players to suspension and injury as they were at the time, eyeing a come-from-behind run to the postseason. However, multiple players acknowledged this was indicative of a lack of engagement. Um, Basically, you know, a lot of people had been saying throughout the course of the year, a lot of people, I sound like you, Scraby, right now, a lot of fans (laughs) had approached myself via DMs or in person, and like, why don't we just hit somebody? You know, why don't we just start something? And it's along those same lines, right? I was one it, of those people, to be it, honest. It's 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 one of those things where people, um, you know, want to – it's almost like it, it brings – it almost forces a team to come together when you're out there in a melee and it's you versus them and there's a bunch of – and, you know, that has worked at times. Um, but there is some danger in it. There's risk in it, right? There's injury. There's yeah. suspension. Um, and when you're when you're behind and you're playing catch up like the Padres were seemingly all season, it might not be a calculated thing. But there is something to, um, there may be something to the fact that, you know, this team doesn't seem to have that type of personality. You know, this is a, Manny's not the first guy to get hit, and you know, nothing really happened. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I thought that was interesting that. The interesting part was that multiple players that acknowledged to Kevin that they felt like that was indicative of kind of the attitude or, as they say, a lack of engagement. 
and this is my opinion about to happen, but that just tells me maybe in the article it says that there's no bad blood in relationships. But to me, it kind of tells me like I'm going to go to I'm going to go to battle for you, Tony. Maybe not for Chris, but for you, Tony, I'm going to go to battle. And (laughs) I know I'm joking. It's Chris, too. But if someone's not willing to go to battle, how do they feel about that person? Uh, that doesn't and that's my opinion. Mean, that's my see, opinion. Yeah, I don't. I I disagree. I don't necessarily means it, it's almost like it's almost like uh, you know you walking by a random fight and not breaking it up, and one of your boys getting into a fight and you hopping in. I don't know that that means you dislike the the first uh, fight you walked by that you didn't know anybody, or even if you knew him, you decided not to to break it up. That doesn't depends mean on dis- which friend. Yeah, it doesn't mean you dislike them. You just, you know, you felt like it was you didn't want to, you didn't want to hop in that one. But, but on a, on a, in a team sport in a team game, you would like to think that nobody has that sentiment. But, yeah, I want to see everybody jumping over the rail. I want to see that stupid jogging from the bullpen by the pitchers for no reason. I like, want to see that. Even if it's a fagazi, you know, even if it's not. Yeah, just real, put it on. You know, you, you know, you, you can, you can see it. So I, I thought that was interesting seeing that particular element uh, put out there now i do want to be fair we're talking about this this incident with manny getting hit right after the home run uh angel perdomo and Derek shelter were both ejected immediately after that for that incident yeah which which uh, people will point to as it was taken care of which it was taken care of because there was no hesitation to eject that guy or to eject both of them and but still, I want someone to come out on the field. You remember when, um, who was it? Was it Jorge Mateo years ago when I think one of the Dodgers pitchers hit no, him? No, it wasn't Jorge Mateo. Oh, man, who I was that? I thought it was. Well, no. anyway, it, was, it wasn't one of the star players, but they were. It was, it was, I know it was, it was Wood from the Dodgers. Oh, who, who freaked hit him? out because he thought he was uh, given signs at second base. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And there was kind of like a small dust up there and... I, uh, I gosh, I can't remember my man's name. I can't either. That was like two, three years ago, right? I mean, it was a while. Dave, back. who 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 was the who was the guy at second base when Wood Alex Wood got all pissed off because uh, he thought he was giving up signs? He can't remember either. Per, Jose Perella. Oh, that's, that's right. That's the incident you're talking about. Well, it's just like even then there was some sort of life from the dugout and, and people were stirring in the dugout and, and stuff like that. Like that's what I, I, I don't even need to see them fight. I just wanted to see them run out on the field, go chest to chest, scream at each other and go back to the dugout. Cause I'm not going to lie. When I saw when I saw Manny get hit and I, I, I wanted the same thing. Like, yo, somebody, even if you're not going to clear, somebody's got to, got to wear it. The next, the next. Oh Yeah. The that's next, it back. Yeah, Somebody's got to win. Yeah, next pirate like, up to bat. Many of all people can't be hit after as a retaliation to something he had nothing to do with. I mean, you're going um, after the your marquee guy. That's and, that's and, that's and the no guy. Do anything. And so you know that one um, that one definitely had my antennas raised a little bit. So it was interesting to see that that was something that that was brought up uh, at the time or in this article. And while nobody may have gotten hit the next inning, it was Santana, Davis, and Trilio were the next three, and they went down one, two, three. 
The Padres did answer back. Camposano led off the bottom of the eighth inning with a double, and then Sanchez sent one out. So no, that's an answer. That's an answer. I mean, you don't that's necessarily. Not, that's not the answer. That, True. That's not well, the answer. I agree type with that. Answer. I'm just saying they did get something out. No, I need some roaming Coliseum brawl going on at the Coliseum tonight. I don't know. The A's are just going to get get the get the smoke from the Padres tonight just because everybody's all angry. Uh, Yonder Alonso, have you seen this twenty? Yeah, that's this is that's his family. What is what is he supposed to say? Oh, that's he true. Is. He is he is no, the brother of law. I you know I He's know that the article. I, I would want my family defending me the same way. I'll just read it since I brought it up. Kevin AC equals Trent Krim, the independent. Shaking my head, zero clue to be honest. For those, sad, for those, sad. For those who don't know who Trent Krim is, I don't. Is, you, you have to watch um, um, the soccer. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Ah, he's, okay. he's the reporter in Ted Lasso. So there's that. Yeah, yeah, but Manny, I'm not necessarily thinking. I know Manny, he put his name to it. There's something to that for me. That he was actually willing to go out on a limb and say these things while he was on the record. Whatever the case is, I just hope if they're truly, if guys are truly feeling like that, my point is, is it, it, it should be addressed in a way that's not a team meeting, that's not, you know, through Kevin AC. You know, and that's what I was getting at in the, in the, la- in the first, uh, first or second say, I can't remember at this point. It's, uh, but, that's what I was getting at. There, you guys are all grown men. You all are trying to go into the same direction. If it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable because you got to approach it, if you truly feel like that, you should do it. I don't know. I get that it was. This seems like a, a kind of a last resort type of deal uh, for the players, uh, but you know, sometimes you got to have a, a little intestinal fortitude. And get on out there and, and you know stick your chin out there and, and and you know say what you say what you need. It's harder. Say. It's way harder. <laughs> Easier I, said than done. Because I used to be a guy, believe it or not, Tony. I used to be a guy who was very reserved and didn't share his opinion at all. And now I'm, I'm a guy who's not afraid to do that. But I still don't know that I would be comfortable going to someone in this building. Like when I if I go talk to the big boss, Michael. I get a little nervous when I'm going in there just because there's some respect for him and, and his position and all of that. So I can understand why players don't feel comfortable talking to Manny, but you're right. If These, these guys are Major League Baseball players. They oh, are man. adults. They they know how to handle certain situations. Right. And, you know, quite frankly, it probably would be respected more. And, and you know, if – I don't know. This is this – is, this is, this is probably going to get more complicated before the end of the season. I think you it know? will. I think and you're right. So we'll see. We'll see how we'll see how Manny responds because I'm sure even though there's really nothing to ask him today, like what if you're a reporter today, you walk in there, what are you asking? Um, I don't I, know. I don't know. I was trying to think of some funny joke, but there's not even a funny joke there. <laughs> I feel like everything is pretty much covered. Like I, I'm trying to think of what. You walk in there and ask. Now, what, what cologne are you wearing on this road trip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to be at the top of the list of things to ask. Um, I, you know, I, I definitely want to get into the clubhouse because I want to see. Because here's the thing. A lot of people feel some type, feel a certain way 
when before an article is actually published and you know you just you just got the recorder there and you're talking you can't see how this whole thing's going to come together and they were there were clearly some willing participants 30 uh, conversations aside from Manny right knowing cuz you know Kevin's not the type of dude that's going to ambush you and like fake like have a recorder in his in his back pocket. That's illegal like, too. <laughs> that, well, that too, but he's not that type of dude. But there are certain guys out there, so I understand why people would be weary of the but, media in that way. But my point is, all of a sudden it gets written and it's put into a published article that is out there for the masses. I, I'm definitely interested to see how what what the response is to Kevin when he's down there. Like, you know, it, it was all it was all good just a week ago, and then the article's written. And you know now, now not only they got a little Kevin in the eye, some of them who were who were not named, gonna have to look Manny in the eye. You know, after, <sighs> that is so awkward. <laughs> this is this is this is going to be. Uh, I, I'm 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 anxious to see what it what the energy's like down there today. It's probably not going to be good if I can just guess. Not not good in in a way of like man, there's a lot on our plate, and this article came out because all the other players who haven't commented publicly, those guys are going to get asked today by reporters about the article, and those guys are going to have to have some answers. And so I'm curious I mean, about those that. guys. Don't we don't know who those guys are? So they could they could they could stay screened up. Like you you won't know. They could give a generic answer and you'll never know if they were one of the that's true and i like i mean i don't like it but it is smart i mean he didn't put quotes in there because you can tell who says certain things i mean we know these guys i just that... i i was just so fascinated that manny's all over the article yeah like you just don't you just don't see that in articles written today that are you know of this gravity quote unquote Hit piece is what I've been seeing around. It's, no, I don't think usually, it's a hit you, piece. Usually, articles written that get the title of hit piece are articles that are don't have one side represented in. Yeah, true. So I don't know that you can call it a hit piece because he knew it was coming. Yeah, he saw it. He was ready he for had this. To, yeah. Three o'clock hour on the way. Jerickson Profar. Yeah. Friar Friday. Up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.